The Investigator's Toolbox is here. Are you a licensed investigator, an investigative or security professional? How would you like to gain work-based skills, be more productive, and grow your business? Well, welcome to the investigatorstoolbox.com. Check out this industry-changing website that's pioneering into the future today. You can network with other investigators in our forums. You can take a webinar, check out a blog or read an article to brush up on your skills. You can visit our vast resource catalog of research websites and bookmark them in your own private library. Everybody's talking about the Investigator's Toolbox. This really is the future of networking, learning, and resource management. Check this out. For a limited time, we're offering a legacy discount for new members. If you sign up early, we'll save you 25%. Take advantage of exclusive discounts from site partners like Crosstracks, Delfpoint, PI Magazine, Hetherington Group, ScopeNow, Paraben, and so many more. Just visit the website investigators-toolbox.com and check out the demo video in the Who We Are section. Can you afford 41 cents a day? If the answer is yes, then don't delay. Join the community. Investigatorstoolbox.com. These discounts won't last. That's www.investigators-toolbox.com. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today, we welcome executive protection expert and marketing master, Byron Rogers. Byron, a former Marine, has built a great business in the executive protection space and has a great training program. He's also the host of two very successful podcast programs. Podcast Worlds Collide again for this great episode. So please welcome Byron Rogers and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everybody to the uh, next episode of PI Perspectives. Uh, this is Matt Sperry, your host. Uh, today I am super, super, super excited. Um, I've got somebody from the uh, West Coast, somebody I've been trying to get for a while. I've kind of been stalking him a little bit uh, just because I think it's he's an awesome dude and uh, what he's doing is pretty amazing. And I wanted to bring, uh, bring that to my community and, and introduce him. So today we are talking to Byron Rogers. Byron, how you doing? Oh my Boom, God. there you go, right? He's, he's, he's the boom guy. That's, uh, that, that's hey. great, man. How are you? Yeah, man. It's an honor to be here. I'm doing really good. Really good, man. It's, it's an honor to be able to try to make the contributions I'm trying to make and to have people like yourself reach out and you know, see me as worthy to share your demographic and share your work with, man. Right. So I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, I, I don't even know what to say, like what you do, because you do like a hundred different things. So, so <laughs> we're going to cover it's, a couple uh, of them today. Um, awesome. It's a quality problem I've yeah. been finding when I get introduced and they're like, just tell us what you do. And I'm like, whatever it takes do you have 10 minutes yeah yeah exactly how much time you got buddy anyways yeah man it's but it's it's awesome to be able to execute a lot of stuff yeah yeah no it's great and really executive protection is your main deal right um you are a former marine so first of all thank you for serving this country um thank you for highlighting the other people that serve on your show i think that's amazing you know keeping uh, each other together and and doing stuff for uh for your um your People that you serve with, I think, is is amazing. So, um, yeah, thank you. You did two tours, right? Two tours in Iraq, I yes, think. Yes, sir. Yeah, so two thank tours you. Tours in Iraq. Thank you for that. Came um, back by the grace of God. Right. <laughs> so let's let's um, let's talk about that, right? So you come home, okay. and uh, how do you decide to do what you're doing? How'd you get into it? Man, you know that's really interesting. I um, 
of course I get back and I go through my little adjustment period. Right. Right. Which, you know, uh, I guess you find in that book, finding meaning after the military went through my dark that I wrote, right. Went through my dark times, went through my struggles. Right. And then after getting well adjusted, not even well adjusted, the funny thing about coming back is I didn't realize I was struggling. I was just ultra, ultra functional. So because I was so functional, I didn't realize that I did still have some, uh, you know, some things I was dealing with around, you know, like dopamine and really adrenaline seeking type behaviors, right. uh, which I still deal with, but I work out. Right. So, you know, I found uh, effective coping mechanisms for those things. Um, but, um, you know, how I decided is, is I was faced with a dilemma that so many veterans are, just are faced with, which is what am I going to do with my life? And um, how can I make meaning out of what's happened? And uh, how can I, I give enough value so that the world will reciprocate me, uh, will reciprocate to me a life that I can be proud of and that I can, I I can provide for myself and my family members. Right. Sure. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be a cop or I'm going to be a contractor, you know, (laughs) right. I know how to hold the gun for somebody. It's what I know how to do. So I guess those are my two options. And, um, but I, I also have a very strong relationship with Jesus, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And Amen. he's guided me, my, yeah. my life, Holy Spirit's always guided me. And I got told, hey, go uh, be a bouncer at this bar and you're going to become a bodyguard and travel the world. And I went to this bar. I became a bouncer. Right. And within three months, a uh, gentleman looked at me and said, have him do it. And I said, uh, have me do what, sir? And he said, go and get these. He asked me a series of questions, told me to get these permits, give him a call back in two weeks. He'll show me how to make a lot more money doing what I'm doing. And I, so I always say, like, I didn't choose this game. The game chose me. Right, and, like, right. that was kind of the right. reality I live. I blink. I'm doing an interview on Rodeo Drive in the back of a Bentley with my first client. And uh, we hit 60-some-odd countries within the first uh, year and some change. It was like learning how to drink out of a fire hose growing right. up in dog years in the industry. Only made it because of grace of God and mentors. And, and uh, yeah. now here I am. Now that's good, man. So listen, I'm, I'm of the same inkling, right? So to me, it's the whole thing about my faith. It's, it's, yeah. it's really, it's bonafide, you know, like I started my business and I was in the process of failing my business. I'm going to go, you know, off script here a little bit. I don't know if folks want to hear about it, but I don't that's care. So stuff, for, <laughs> for me, I started tithing. As soon as I started yeah. tithing, like the proper amount I was supposed to tithe, my business mm-hmm. took off, bro. And it's just yeah. amazing. And it's not a coincidence, yeah. right? So, um, no, it's not. Yeah, so so something your listeners don't know about me, and 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 my listeners may not know about me. Some do actually. Yeah, I play on my worship team, so I play bass guitar. So nice. That's that's, that's kind of my my gig, right? Uh, that's, that's how I keep cool, from man. from killing people. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I play it's music. Good. <laughs> that's the game. You got to find an outlet. Yeah, and for me, the same. You know, yeah. I'm big on that, man. Like that's respect with the first few fruits. Sure. And I find that you know a lot of these things people think are just rules. They're more like principles that you can leverage in life that work, that get you results. And um, when you honor those principles, you live a much higher quality life. And it's not about like, do the right thing, do the wrong thing. It's like, nah, man, there's gravity. That's a principle. You do certain things, you jump out of a plane, you're going to hit the ground. Like this is just, this is, these are principles. And I, I found that one to be extremely uh, powerful in my life as well, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and like the crazy creepy stuff that we do and I've heard it before, 
you know, with other uh, investigators that I know are, have Christian faith, and they're like, isn't it weird, like, you being uh, an investigator? Like, uh, isn't there, like, a conflict of interest? It's like, no, man, if you want to be in that world. You want to be the salt and the light to others. You need to be in that world. Um, yeah. it's, it's cool stuff. So, uh, okay. We're, <laughs> we're, we should one probably, last thing. One last, that's go ahead. Good stuff, go know? ahead. I know. I just, I, I want mean, to get us back on track. Yeah. I was talking about this today yeah. on my, on my IG, man. And I was just like, we need to be strong and we need to be formidable and we need to be warriors and God uses warriors all throughout the Bible. Sure. And the reason being is that when he needs to get something done on the planet, he sends a man. It's all throughout the book. And the reality of this game is what happens down here, because people are always like, well, is there a God if there's bad things happening? What happens down here uh, has everything to do with what we do as humans down here. That's why there's a body down here. So us as warriors and us as men who are fighting in these battles, you know, um, it's our job to bring light into the darkness, even if it is by bringing justice or sure. setting up a rampart of protection, you know, it's, it's, it's our job to do that and make the world a better and safer place. You sure. know, even, and, and, and so I, I, um, it's an honor to be able to do these things. Yeah. And I think that the light and positivity on the planet needs willing, capable, prepared men like us. To do absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think like another show, not, not today, cause I want to cover a couple of different things, but I'd love to have you on again yeah. at some point and talk about doing um, uh, security for houses of worship. Cause yeah. I noticed that you, on your resume, you actually do that as well. Um, yeah, and I think sure. that's, that's a really important topic to cover, but uh, we're, we'll get that another time. Um, Solid. Today, I wanted to talk about the, um, I, best, I, I guess you could best describe it as uh, the private investigator and the uh, executive protection specialist, how they can coexist and leave, uh, live together, and, and at what point do they need to work together to get the best results. And uh, since I, I think you're one of the guys that's at the top of the game here, I thought it'd be a great uh, conversation. Uh, hence the reason that my stalking, I apologize about that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got to do what you got to do. And, uh, yeah, I'm just glad you didn't get turned off by anything while you were stuck. No, <laughs> no, no. I can no. be controversial at times. Yeah, you know? No, it's good, man. Sometimes I know, I, my head up. I know your heart is, is, is good. And, you know, just the discussions you've had with, uh, you know, the guys that you've had on, uh, I was like, I don't do EP. But man, this is really good, man. This is life lessons here and business lessons. There's a lot of good knowledge. Uh, if folks don't listen to the show, um, that's the executive protection lifestyle is the one that's geared towards, um, you know, that aspect of it. And, and then you have another one called um, uh, the Protector Podcast, which is something more along the lines for the everyday person. Um, so two different podcasts. Uh, I, I encourage my listeners to go check that out. Um, it's good stuff. So uh, I'm definitely consuming a lot of those. When when I first found your your stuff, I mean, I was literally like one after the other, after the other, after the other. I was like, wow. this is so cool. Good stuff. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. That means the world that puts gas in my tank, sure, man. 100%. Sure. So uh, let's let's talk about the investigator then. So um, mm -hmm. when do you find the need to, to reach out to a private investigator? Um, you know, talk me through some scenarios where it's, it's come in handy and you've actually had some success, uh, success doing, um, doing them. Okay. So three instantly come to mind. Um, anything around stalkers, uh, our clients get, they have stalkers. And so for us to really do like, uh, start to conduct what I like to refer to as offensive security operations, that's where we start to, uh, reach out to a private investigator to kind of 
hey, what can we do? Do we put surveillance on this person? What's actionable? Uh, can we start keeping tabs on them? How much can we start uh, running an open source intelligence investigation on them and start right. compiling information uh, to get us a better foothold if we do have to do something and so we know who we're looking for, sure. find out their motivations, right. all that good stuff. So it like <sighs> there is such a need for relationships between executive protection and private investigators. Uh, and, and then that ends up rolling into law enforcement contacts that you should have sure. relative to your environment and your clients and all those different things. Yeah. Um, so the stalker world, which is a world you guys exist in already all the time, sure. is one major one. Um, another major one is just when you start having weird contacts where you need like plates to get looked at and things like that, you know, it's just suspicious person of interest activity right. happening on or around your property. Um, and you need someone to start looking into the information you're able to pull from that experience there. Um, that's another time we'll reach out to our PI contacts. You get a play, you get a description, you get a vehicle. Right. Um, and we just, it's almost like they're our Intel wing uh, and they help uh, consolidate and make sense of a lot of the information right. that we out in the field pull when we're, it's almost like we're the grunts and you guys are the intelligence officers, right. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, so that's, that's something whenever we have a person of interest and we have a weird contact and we're trying to start to build the case around it or understand what's going on or a few weird contacts. Um, that's another, which could be also a stalker. And then the other time that we reach out to PIs is when, um, and this happens a lot around the, the, the celebrity acting, singing talent, uh, place of worship centric protection right. is when you start getting weird packages, weird mail, weird, um, <clears throat> you know, that's another place where you find people that you have to look into almost quite frequently. We have a saying, the bright light attracts the bugs. You know, what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? There you so, there you, you know, you might have a person that means well, but is really really believes what they believe you right. know and uh what they believe could cause them to do things that you can't allow to have happen on your watch sure you know so that's that's where i usually see our relationships with pis start to really uh get leveraged and local law enforcement so i think some of the guys in ep that, that i have relationships with where i'll get the phone call on would be if the talent wants to hire somebody to come work for them uh, whether it be like yes. a hairdresser or a nanny or, or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, where they want to be like, okay, I have certain amount of access to get info, but I know like this is your wheelhouse and I'm going to mm -hmm. call you and, and I, would you please do, do due diligence on this person? Right. Um, yes. So, you know, that, that's been one of the things that uh, I've seen happen. Um, I had one instance where there was somebody on a set who was driving a vehicle for the production company and had an accident. Uh, they had a little whoopsie. <laughs> so, oh man, bad time and place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was actually a big whoopsie. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it was like you know helping them navigate through that space and and what that looked like, um, and and finding out that hey, this guy you know had some issues in the past too, and it's something that should have been caught. Um, and yeah, it wasn't like it's a pattern now. Right. And it wasn't, wasn't like my guy hired that person. This was somebody that was hired by the production company. Like nobody did background mm -hmm. on this guy. And it okay. was, it was a problem that was waiting to happen. So I've seen instances like that where that's, uh, that's helped out. Um, and even, you know, like you said, the grunt work and all that and, and, you know, doing the, uh, the, the pre-investigative work to set you guys up for a win, right? We want to make you look good. We want right. to want you to succeed in what you're doing when you have that relationship where you're out in the field and maybe you don't have the access to get what you need right away to have that intel available, um, 
you know, is definitely something that uh, I think works really, really well. I've seen that work work very, very well, actually, um, both before and during an operation, just being able to have that access, I think is something that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, man. Anytime I can get my guys uh, info and the quicker the PI, the better when it comes to just getting as much info as possible. Because I, if I have a contact at, say, my front gate in the morning or I want to be able to get my guys that information out in the field that's going to make the most effective at recognizing and qualifying a threat right. before anything happens, you know, and understand what the uh, kind of the ideological backstory is on that thread as well, which oh, you sure. can get a lot of that from the open source stuff. You know, yep, yep. you just pop over to somebody's social media, you know, yeah, that yeah. stuff. But you gotta be careful though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You do. Don't ask, don't tell, um, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this isn't live. This yeah. isn't live. <laughs> Feel free to edit me. But uh, yeah, man. Um, so you know, yeah, being able to hand my guys an intel packet on somebody yeah. and get them good quality, like warm information uh, when they're going out on an op with a client or while they're out there shooting it over to them digitally is yeah. such an advantage. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing when it works right and everybody's doing their, you know, what they need to do. It's almost like we are setting you guys up for a win. We are making sure that you're, mm-hmm. you can do what you, what you can do. And, and one hand washes the other, right? We want you to get exactly. that call again. We want you to, to service that client again. We want you to get that account. And then we want to be able to, to provide the support for that account. Um, and I've developed some strong relationships with some guys in EP that do that. Um, I've seen some awesome. some bigger investigation companies that, that do both, right? They've got one department and then the other department. And those are the guys that are extremely successful. I mean, like all over the world, they've got uh, things there. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive when you see uh, working and and uh and doing all that uh stuff so um okay yeah. so we're, we're gonna we're gonna jump out real quick and then when we come back in i want to talk a little bit about um your training and some of the other things that you work and then we're gonna get back into that topic of of working together and and uh you know talk about some of your your real life experiences and doing what you're doing so everybody sit tight and we will be right back are you using a case management system the answer is no you should really rethink that process, right? So as you guys know, Crosstracks has been an amazing sponsor of the show. They've just been uh, really supportive. As you guys also know, I didn't used to have a case management system. I was the, the investigator that was fighting them tooth and nail. I finally decided to give it a whirl. What a great decision, right? During the COVID shutdown, I was able to actually roll my whole business into it and get completely up and running. And um, my clients love it. I mean, just today, I got a, a phone call from a client of mine who just couldn't believe how easy it was to access everything and uh, how invoices were there. He actually asked me to go back and upload all my prior cases and put it into Crosstracks. I've been doing business with that firm for, I don't know, about eight years, so uh, it's a lot of cases. Yeah, if you don't use a case management system, you should, right? You should check it out. Give Crosstracks a shot. Contact Brad or one of the teammates over there and uh, they'll get you up and running with a trial and see if it's for you. If you have used Crosstracks and it's been a while and uh, you're not happy with the system that you're in, go check them out. They're doing a lot of really cool new things and uh, see if it's right for you. If you're unhappy with the system that you're in right now, contact them you know the ability for them to roll your system into their system is very easy again you guys know they've been sponsoring this program and i can't say uh, enough good things about them but uh make your own decision right give it a shot on your own and see if it's right for you what do you do when you get calls for bug sweeps did you know usabugsweeps.com the number one tscm provider in the country pays you a 20 percent commission for converted sales leads 
Stop turning money away. USABugsweeps.com uses top-rated technology, and they cover all of the United States. So save time and make money today. Contact USABugsweeps.com and mention PIP20. Have you signed up for Investigator's Toolbox yet? What are you waiting for? Don't miss out. The legacy discount is ending soon, and you'll miss a great opportunity. Are you serious about growing your business and increasing your knowledge base? Well, register today at investigators-toolbox.com and use code PIP201836 and save an extra 15 bucks. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. We are here today with Byron Rogers, uh, Bravo Research Group, I guess is the official name of the business, right? Yes, yep. sir. Okay, yes, good, sir. good, good, good. So um, well, welcome you back to the program. You uh, are the executive protection guru uh, from the West Coast. And uh, <laughs> you, you had, I don't know, but I'll, I'm trying. Right, right. Or, or at least you have some really good marketing. I got to give it to you that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. Um, and, and that's the thing I think is so cool, right? Because, of, you know, obviously you served and you've got some experience in the industry, but I feel like you're still cutting your teeth on that, but you, and yet you have such amazing experience, right? Um, and I think one of the things that's really cool is that you, you have this training day, this executive uh, protection training day uh, program where you're mentoring yes. other uh, EP guys or people that are looking to get into that industry or maybe expand on what they're doing and become better at what they're doing. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you came up with that idea and what that looks like. Awesome. So like you said, I was kind of, I, I, you know, I've been in this industry since 08. Uh, got in when I was 21 and I didn't go to a, a training course until you know, for the first five, six, seven years of my career. Um, but I was on it, that detail. Like I said, we started with 13 people. We traveled more than the president of the United States. We hit 60 some odd countries within or almost the first year. Uh, and then we, it wasn't like a, a, an acting singing talent type of uh, person. It was a person that always traveled and always had venues year round. There's no on and off. Right. Uh, There's no on and off season. Like a lot of guys do with touring. It was just were on, you know, I was here working, I would come home for like a week, maybe a week and a half max per month. And then we just lived on the road. <clears throat> so for me, it was like growing up in dog years, learning to drink out of a fire hose. And then I finally went and started getting executive protection training. Cause I was like, man, I've been doing this and executing on it and surviving the game. And, you know, guys that are way more qualified than me have, have, have fallen all around me. And, you know, I'm not the biggest, baddest, sexiest or best, but like, I'm still here. How is this? Obviously the grace of God, but how is this working and how is this happening? And I started going to courses and start learning from, you know, uh, the, the people that are running courses. And I started to realize, well, that's not really a pull to uh, uh, some of it was not really applicable to like the real one man private security detail, two man private security detail. So what I started to start, what I started to think to myself is I need a course. And this is what would happen is I'd get guys on my detail and they would be all top of the line, well-trained special forces, secret service, you know, Jedi warriors and stuff. Right. And I'd be like, listen, man, this is how you survive here. And I would start teaching them about social dynamics. And I start teaching them like these down and dirty kind of guerrilla warfares for uh, tactics for really actually surviving the executive protection industry, not the stuff that briefs well, right. not the stuff that, uh, you know, the state department does, but the stuff that like in private security, when it's just you, cause that's all your client wants to hire. And maybe one other guy, um, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? So I started, I started really looking at that and, uh, 
And, and that's kind of what sparked it. So guys would get in the chase and I would be like, Hey, here, this is essentially like your training day, like the movie training day is your training day officer work. I thought we were going to the office. You're in the office. You're in the chase with me. And I would just be laying it out. And then I also looked at the way executive protection is being taught. Um, and I, uh, I, I remember going to a course and then evolving in my career and being like, oh, I was taught once upon a time how to do this. But like, where's that information when I need it now? Where's the information now that I'm doing these tasks? Well, hopefully I took good notes. My instructors are back there at school. And so what I really tried to do is develop a new way of teaching executive protection and, and having it uh, be more effective. So my guys or the people that join me in the League of Executive Protection Specialists, we do our careers together. So you get the, you, you don't have to stop working. So you don't have to lose money for a week. You don't have to travel. So you don't lose more money. You don't have to get room and board. You get the course right to you in your living room, in your computer. Um, and you get trained. You always have that training. You can always revert back to that training. And I upgrade that training constantly, uh, constantly so that it is relevant. Cause yeah. I'm not uh, a made man. I'm not a right. trainer. Right. I'm a field agent. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, and then I, I go into the group that you become part of a special group called the League of Executive Protection Specialists. Yes. And I train with everybody on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. And I'm in there answering questions, helping people with their little sticking points. And we can, and you continue to get value from this course. This course will do more for you during your time in this industry than any other course that you're ever going to take because I stay with you and right. you get a sphere of relationships. So everyone in the course is now trying to help you. You're trying to help them because the more people we have uh, in powerful and successful positions in, in the industry, uh, the more brand equity uh, we we have as a league of executive protection specialists. Exactly. So it becomes, you know, everything good and bad in your life will come through relationships. So yeah. the relationships you get and support you get, in my opinion, is bar none. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, you know, I'm familiar with that because you talk about it. You know, and, and even some of your podcast oh, episodes you. are that, you know, fly on the wall. So here's Matt, a fly on the wall in those meetings that you have, you know, weekly with your team there. And it's amazing. It's amazing to see that happen. I think it's it's such a benefit. And the fact that you take the time to do that is amazing. It, it's really, it's, uh, really cool. I'm slammed sometimes. And I'm right. like, man, how am I going to get this meeting in? Right. Then I get it in and then I stay there for like an hour and a half because right. it's like the most amazing thing I've done all week. Byron won't know? leave. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's a fan. And there's Zoom meetings. We're having yeah. conversations. And the other thing is just like this. And the other thing is too, like, um, it's, it's uh, oh, what was I going to say? You know, we're, da, 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 it'll come back to me. Um, eh, it'll come back to me. But yeah. the point is you get relationships you get ongoing support and um, that I think will ensure success much more than just learning content once right. and then being left alone in the industry right. and being expected to uh, be successful after that. Yeah. And, and you also, you've done like, uh, like seminars, like training of like actual real time training events, like day, day long things. Right. I think I saw that mm -hmm. as well. Right. You've, you've put together programs like yeah. that. Um, so the protector nation is what I'm rolling out right now right. Uh, around civilian centric protection, you know, helping civilians become willing, capable and prepared. Um, and out of that has come the protector symposiums. And now 
I may or may not have something else coming up called the Hard Skills Intensive. Keep your eyes exclusive here. That. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty exclusive. I don't think I've really spoken about that one yet. All right, cool. Um, but keep your eyes open for that. And um, both of them are just things I've not seen in the industry, but ways to help anyone, regardless of their background, right. elevate their protection game uh, in a very short amount of time. You know, um, and so that's very exciting as well. So I, I want to make America a better place and a safer place by helping good people become more willing, capable, and prepared Absolutely. to deal with uh, to deal with danger, to deal with evil. You know, because that's that's how we're going to stay safe. Yeah, and that's the world we live in, right? So it's very timely having this stuff, right? I mean, COVID has really just turned this country upside down. Um, yes. Yeah, there's been a lot of crazy, uh, crazy stuff that's uh, that's been going on. Um, so how, how has COVID affected your business model? Uh, two ways. So I have two different kind of really on what we were talking about. I have the, so for the protector symposium, I had 250 people at the first one and then COVID struck right before I launched the second one. And so I'm like, everybody was like, Oh no, what are we going to do? You know? And I'm like, Oh, what are we going to, what am I going to do? You know? And I, uh, I, you know, the idea by the grace of God comes to me, take a digital, do a digital uh, global summit with it. Talk to my team about it. We executed on it and basically doubled our numbers from the first live event. So the second live event, you know, by the grace of God was double. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. And that is live. People can go and get it anytime they want by going to the website. The way it impacted my private security career is that um, all of the... Uh, contracts and activities I had that were gathering centric uh, places of worship, anything that was um, acting and singing talent stuff, all that stuff. Still gone. Definitely just got shut down. Still gone. Um, Droughts, man. It was tough. Like, I mean, it was, it's a great percentage of the industry. Like I've heard like 40% of the industry possibly now, everything that is client centric as in my family's high net worth families and things like that, uh, really primarily the families yeah. and things like that, uh, have really become, they've elevated themselves. Yeah. They've wanted to elevate their game. Corporate structures also has wanted more guard services, yeah. but they, you know, now they're paying a pretty penny for it. You're getting executive protection guys that are like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll come down yeah, there. They're all fighting we'll over take a look at protecting yeah. this facility for a night. Don't yeah. got to deal with a client. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is great dealing with clients. Clients are awesome. But right. sometimes protecting goods and services is also, you know, depending on what you're into, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I saw certain aspects of the industry become elevated and more secure. I saw certain aspects of the industry um, go into droughts. Sure. You have to have a diversified uh, client. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the folks that, that know how to pivot like that, they're the ones that are going to survive this. And it's going to mean a bigot market share for them uh, when, the, when the unfortunately, the ones that don't survive or decide they just don't want to do it anymore. Um, you know, there's some real opportunities there, definitely. A hundred percent. And it's like, um, you know, like I go back to relationships. One of the biggest things I teach and talk about is social dynamics and relationships and being able to manufacture, procure a highly valuable relationships around a specific topic or around what it is you do, you know, and being able to be genuine in those and contribute to those. So they're reciprocal and healthy. Um, This is one of the most, honestly, one of the most valuable things I think I can contribute to most professionals. And that's what the proof is in the pudding really saved me and my company during the pandemic. Sure. And 
Yeah, man. Big. So I, I think what we're going to do here is we're going to take one more break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into some more real life experiences. And uh, we'll talk about what, what happened in Colorado, too. So I want to get into that. So everybody uh, sit tight. Delve Point keeps on advancing. The commonality search is here. The new data is unlike anything they currently offer and will go in depth into your target's assets and relationships. Use them on everything from jury research and associate connections to business investigations and fraud cases. You don't want to miss these. Visit DelvePoint.com for more details. Sign up and use code PIP20 for additional savings. Do you work with an insurance agency that takes the time to give you the personal attention you deserve? Contact Michelle Noel and her team to get the best customer service and attention available. You never need insurance until you really need insurance. So keep yourself and your business protected. Contact Michelle at mnoel at amoscorp.com. Links in the description. Did you hear about the latest issue of PI Magazine? Well, check out the cover feature on the Investigator's Toolbox, available today. And welcome back. We're here on PI Perspectives. Uh, today we have Byron Rogers from uh, the Bravo Research Group, and we've been talking about a lot of really cool stuff today. So, Byron, again, I, I want to welcome you back to the program, and just uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us your perspective today. Hey, it's an honor to be on here with you. It's an honor that people reach out to me and give me these opportunities to try to contribute tumbling Thank you so much yeah. for having me, Matt. Yeah, That's you're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So we we've covered a couple of, of the things that you've you've done, some of your projects and, and things like that. Um, I want to shift a little bit to um, something that that just literally just happened. Um, and there was a shooting in Colorado uh, with a uh, a hired security guard, and um, you know now there's some issues coming up with the background on that particular security guard as to whether or not uh, they were vetted properly. So. Um, talk to me a little bit about in your industry, like what is the standard procedure on doing that? And what are some of the things, the red flags that you, uh, you got to look for? Um, essentially really what we're looking for is judgment, uh, judgment, judgment, judgment. So you're trying to form and understand the pattern of the person's judgment over the course of their life in order to be able to project with some degree of, uh, at least comfort knowing you don't have a crystal ball, that that person's going to be reliable and be able to make decisions on behalf of your brand and your client's brand uh, that are going to help contribute to the overall mission. Right. Um, so two layer, a two layer approach is ideal. Uh, you want to run a background check on that individual. You want to ask your PIs to look into it. Like we were talking about earlier, Sure, that's probably one of the, that's like what you need a PI on your team in executive protection. Um, and, you know, like those two roles, the stalker situation and the looking into people's background situation that you're thinking of working with, hiring. And I'm talking about everything from, um, was I talking with you about this or someone else? About, but every, every auxiliary position in and around the client, there should be a background check done on those people. So Absolutely. background checks yep. and open source intelligence, deep dive into their behavior sure. and looking for any anomalies or um, interesting behavior there that would suggest that maybe this person doesn't have um, the best decision-making uh, ability beyond that. I mean, and it's something I teach and talk about all the time in training day. It's like, look, man, your LinkedIn is really your resume. Like your social media oh, yes. digital footprint really yeah. is your resume. Like you can give them the piece of paper if you want, 
Yeah, you know I mean, like right. it's a data point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you really want to be dynamic in this workplace, you got to think about your entire digital package. So, yeah, uh, not just a background check, but also going into the open source stuff. Sure. Uh, I think is is really crucial. You know, because the back uh, the resume is is, is honeymoon phase stuff. Yeah. You know, that's their representative. That sure. ain't them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, man. Save a tree. Don't 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 send a resume. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I mean, I can, I can think of, of a, a, a situation where I was helping somebody out and it, we had one of these issues with um, the, the auxiliary and it was the hairdresser. Hairdresser was feeding information to the paparazzi like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and yeah. it's just, you know, hey, you did not do your due diligence on it and uh, you paid the price on it. Or even it, it, the monitoring, right? It's not even the due diligence. There should be monitoring in place where you're watching these people as well, right? That's another aspect 100%. to it, right? You, you want to be able to see what the enemy can see at all times. So yeah. modern monitoring, monitoring your client's social media, um, just in case they do decide to do a little uh, live right. while you're out at lunch <laughs> you know, or, or while you guys are on that trip and they're like, by yeah. the beach in right. Mykonos, Greece right yeah. now. You know, you want to know when that stuff happens sure. um, because it changes the battlefield really quickly. You're like, all of a sudden you're like in a zombie movie and everyone starts like looking in at you and you're like, why is everyone, we were doing so good, you know? Um, So yeah, man. And, and, and additional to that is monitoring everyone, even the guys in the security team, various levels of maturity, various levels of um, I would say like professional character. Uh, One guy might be totally immune to the fact that, you know, he drives a chase Lamborghini behind the client and doesn't really care if he's been in the game long enough. He's like, yeah, it's like what I do, whatever. Uh, you get the, another guy in the detail on there and all of a sudden there's selfies in the Lamborghini that start popping up. Or, right. you know, that guy goes with a client to a rock concert where, you know, the, the, the guy's been cool, but he just really likes this band. And now he's popping off selfies are starting to pop up and things like that. So really keeping an eye on and in, inside the team accountability as sure. well, you know, like, you know, everyone knowing that I'm, I'm a Marine, so I'm all about the shame culture. Sure, yeah. You don't yep, want yep. to <laughs> Yes, sir. Our shame to our name. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm all about it. I, there's a certain, there, there are certain uh, systems inside my security detail where like, literally, if you mess up, if you mess it up, every time we do it right, we put a mark on the board. We see how long the streak we got. And if you mess it up, we zero out all the marks and your name goes on the board and we call it the name of shame. Name of shame, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, man. And it's up there until someone else does it. Yeah. Because uh, that stuff works, man. It works. It totally does. Be that guy. Totally does. So let me ask you a question. Do you guys use like a case management system when you have something open for like each client that you represent and service? That's, uh, we do. Um, not like a formal service or a formal system, but we have everything filed and organized sure. uh, in, a, in a, you know, like an external, like not an external drive, but a digital drive where it's all safe, protected. So every time we get a bolo, everything having to do with that bolo, be on the lookout for if anyone right. is not familiar with that term. Sure. You know, weird contact with weird person who says weird thing or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or someone on social media that threats, yeah. threatens. Yep client or something yep. right that's a bolo and or a suspicious vehicle anything like that that happens we start to run an investigation if it's significant enough we have our private investigators help us with that investigation and everything that we have around that situation gets cataloged uh in our bolo catalog and um 
filed and 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 saved because you never know when you're gonna have to come back to those data points to make yeah. sense of what you're seeing out in the field no you're right i mean i i recently implemented a a, um, a management system for my own business and uh, it was okay. a game changer for me you know just being able to keep notes and stand on top of things and even opening files up to other investigators that i have working on the case where they can you know now we're file sharing it's real easy and i know yeah. who's looking at what and 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 uh, keeping track of expenses and costs and things like that really um nice. it's, a, it's a game changer man it's really uh, really good stuff. I, yeah, I was curious. The reason I was asking is because within that system, we've got a rating for our contractors as well. So we can basically put notes on them, five star, four yeah. star. Here's some of the problems. Like, don't use this guy again, you know, That's and keep good. And what's cool is it keeps track of his certifications or her certifications and it lets you know when yeah. they expire. So, nice. you know, that's another thing too. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a game changer. Um, yeah, I was, I was curious about that. Um, so <clears throat> one of the other things that I've seen, and I don't know how you affect it or if even you want to comment on this, but it's something I've come across. You have talent and the talent wants you to do uh, something, but the talent is like, we're not paying for this. The studio is paying for it. And then having that back and forth of trying to be the middle person and, and get them what they want yet stay within budget of what's, uh, what's available. Have you come across that before? Yes, absolutely. Okay, don't answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Tread lightly, buddy. And honestly, uh, yeah, I know, right? I'll tell you how, how I approach things like that. Um, the first time I'll do it on good faith. Sure. And I will completely, And I mean, if it's beyond, I'm willing to lose whatever it is that uh, they're saying they're going to pay me. I'll do it on good faith. Right. And then uh, as long as it's not like a you know monumental task, right. um, we get into social dynamics here a little bit. Sure. Um, and when the studio doesn't pay or the corporate doesn't pay for whatever reason, and that if if I find myself in that crazy eight of he needs to pay you, he needs to pay you, right. then it's I did it once, uh, and I'm sure you can understand, sir or ma'am. You know, I, I, I uh, because I haven't been compensated in the past. Um, until I'm compensated for that. Uh, I don't think that it's wise that I do that again for you. Right. I then have an easy out when I get asked again. And then also I have um, relationship equity in that um, they know in the back of their minds, um, I did the right thing for them and sure. it didn't compensate me. And so with some people that goes a long way with some people that could be the difference between you losing the contract and not losing the contract. Sure. If you make a mistake, yep. them knowing that they need to do right by you, you know? So yeah. I just look at it as relationship equity. Um, until I, if I see a pattern of them not paying or something weird, like that starts to happening, sure. Sure. it starts happening. Then we be going ahead and we, so I'm sure you, um, you, you probably have like retainers and all that stuff too, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I like to see, retainers. I, I'm sure you, you, that's one of the things you probably teach your your school right when telling people how to get into this business what to do make sure that you have the paper behind it to to support you and that that handshake Absolutely. will only take you so far in the court Absolutely. of law you know yeah get your paperwork right uh go for a retainer i like to see 50 percent, depending on what the, the detail is depending right. on how long it is up front and that gives you operating capital as well for murphy who likes to show up with an ice pick and a baseball bat yeah. and sometimes i know that guy in and, new york <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, also when speaking with clients, a big one is helping them understand how how expensive it can be. Because on your first meeting with them, they'll be like, I want helicopters and I want I want undercover clowns with guns and right. tanks right. and all kinds of stuff. And you're like, OK, and then you move <laughs> to Earth, you call everyone, you know, you're like, this is going to be the most make this detail right here. So, yeah, and you build it up. And the next thing you know, you get to the client, and you're like, all right, it's. You know, it's game day. 
this is how much the bill is. And they're like asking you for like a dude and a short dude because he should be less expensive. Yeah. And like bicycles, <laughs> yeah, security bicycles. You know what I'm saying? I know I said tanks, but I think we only need bicycles. Like, you know, you know like, you're doing that thing and you're like looking at him and all your buddies are in the back with, you know, the, 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 the mini guns and the helicopters. Sure. And like, oh. <laughs> Put the 50 cal away. <laughs> He's not paying yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, it didn't work out. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're less responsive next time you need them to jump. So sure, sure. I I felt like you were just describing an Adam Sandler movie for a second. All those things you said that was going to happen. <laughs> right. yeah, man. Oh man, that's funny. That's, that's really good. I mean, I'm sure you've seen all different types of things, right? And you got to be ready for anything, right? Um, 100%. You know, and that's- I'm sure you've probably come across this too, right? Because I've I've definitely come across it where. You know, you you provide a certain level of service and you're known for it. But then all of a sudden there's a position change, a new CEO comes in or, or a CFO comes in and says, I got to reevaluate everything. And now you're basically re-interviewing for your job. And they're like, you know what, we're going to go with somebody else. And that lasts for, I don't know, three or four months before they realize that they're not getting the same level of service that they used to get. Right. And all of a sudden they're coming right. back to you saying, hey, are you free? <laughs> we need you, right? Yeah, literally. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah, man. That's, that's, you, you have that that level of service and you're consistent on it. That's that's the other thing that's really important. Consistency. Don't go in for that big, I'm gonna hit him for the big job because I know this is a big budget and you know, I'll get I'll get mine now. You know, don't do that. You know, be consistent with your billing. That's the other thing too. I like to preach to people. Yeah, man. Build build your equity, you know, yeah. build relationship capital and equity with them as a professional. Um now, you know, I remember reading something a while back that said the industry would double in size in the next decade. I think it's going to be bigger than that, given yeah. all the different little uh, cultural tectonic plates and shifts that are taking place in American culture with regards to like the destabilization of things people never yeah. thought could be destabilized. Right. right our country. So the industry. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, our country. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Aliens are coming. Yeah. 2020 ain't over yet. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm watching these shifts happen. L.A. is opening up, given CCW. So I think our industry is going to be saturated uh, with fresh agents and people that do or don't know what they're doing, do or right. don't know how to uh, charge for our services. We're going to go through a little bit of a, uh, some type of, of renaissance with regards to the new demand. During the riots, I was so in demand, I could not, I had to give work to other people because yeah. my company couldn't handle it. I was getting yeah. called every single day. Hey, I need a four-man team here. Hey, I need two guys here. How, how quickly can you get someone here type of thing? Like I almost had to go into a QRF type of format. Um, so, you know, I say all that to say, and it's something big that I teach professionals how to do, because I met so many professionals, great people. Right. They have no network. They don't know how to market themselves. They're not dynamic in, in the workplace, uh, in the industry. And so they starve, sure. you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, as this continues to evolve, as it continues to evolve, you need to learn how to build your own brand. Not like me, not like Mr. Loud, yeah. guy in the ring, <laughs> guy. you don't need to be like me. But I'm just saying, how do you professionally market yourself? Because sure. I, th- I really believe things are going to start getting saturated and um, you know, the things that we've done, you know, executive protection and your private investigator work, it's been a real silent professional type of game for a long time. Yep. But I really believe that now that people are starting to look for alternative vocations rather than just law enforcement, because law enforcement was the gold standard. We sure. were all like, uh, we were all like, I don't want to use the term like, uh, like uh, uh, not purebreds, but you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I, I feel like yeah. the law enforcement guys were, you know, the cool kids and like, yo, I got a badge and you guys just almost like wannabes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But yeah. now, yeah. 
<laughs> all that heat that they're taking, I'm seeing an exodus from law enforcement into private security. Sure. I'm sure that stuff's happening in your industry. Yep. So now everybody, and as we kind of touched on, everybody thinks they can just cross right on over and uh, do what we do right. the way we do it. And so right. having that work product, having that experience, knowing what you're doing and not compromising on your value and your prices is going to become very important. Absolutely. If you do that, you're going to start that you're going to start lowering it for everybody. Oh yeah, um, totally. Totally. I, I think you brought up some really good points here, right? Yeah, no, no, they're good. It's, it's valid. So yeah, there is that excess. I agree with you the same way. Right. So it's that I'm so sick and tired and fed up of, of, you know, um, you know, being law enforcement, I'm going to put my time, you know, my papers in and it's it, I'm done. Right. So you got a lot of that happening in New York. I mean, just the NYPD, the guys that have put in for retirement. I mean, it's, it's crazy and scary how, how they've done it. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, the thing you got to be careful of, and I've hired, you know, I've I've hired uh, ex-law enforcement is you got to unteach habits, right? Uh, Sometimes, you know, and, and and you'll see the guys that transition. One of the biggest things they say is I'm, I don't, I used to get this information with just a phone call. I don't understand why I can't get it anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you got to figure it out, buddy. You know, it's like, that there's different ways. Ain't there no more, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. And, you know, yeah. showing up to an apartment building, kicking down the door and being obnoxious to somebody, you're not going to get answers that way. You know, it's like, you need to understand oh. the situation and how to talk to people, um, you know, uh, with kids gloves and really understand that you're impeding on someone's, you know, space and you need, need them to help you. You know, there's not right. a bullying going on. And that's not everybody. Occasionally you'll get somebody with that attitude and it's like, all right, this is not a good fit. <laughs> like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Right? Um, I've, I've come across that too. But I think you're right. I think there's, there's going to be a huge influx of people that, that need this instruction. There's going to, and they're going to be hungry for it too, because, uh, you know, they, they know they need to, to survive to, uh, you know, figure out how to do things. So, yeah, I think that's, that's wisdom there the wise ones are going to be hungry for it. Yep. There's going to be so many of yeah. them that are like, I can do this. This yeah. is easy. I yeah. already, I guess I deal with it with the military guys and the law enforcement sure. guys. Sure. Military guys like me are like, yo, you know, like I fought in a war. Like, you know, I've led men in combat. I can, you know, protect a client, like chill out, but there's a finesse to this. Oh, game. absolutely. If you don't understand yep. it. Will not thrive. You will, you'll be a guy that I, I would, I would, go into a house with, I take you on, we, we could kick indoors together, but I know you're just not going to be able to survive in this game. Right. And then the law enforcement guys, and then there's cognitive dissonance around getting bored that military guys have to deal with right. uh, as they, their ideas of the game uh, are clash with the reality of sure. the game. Yeah. There's highs and lows in yeah. our game, yeah. uh, really high highs, really boring lows. Yeah. And then the law enforcement guys are like, yo, you know, I'm like, homie, you have nothing but social dynamics to get the little lady at the front desk at the FBO flight-based operations, private jet airport, mm-hmm. uh, to let you get tarmac access. And if you can't figure it out, your yeah. client just won't get that quality of service. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, like no, nobody true. cares. It's true. You know, no one cares how special forces you were. Right. You need to learn the social dynamics game to get it done. And um, if you try to do EP like the military and law enforcement, you're really not going to make it very long in the game. Yeah. You know. That's the stuff I like to teach. So I, I picked up that skill in the courthouses, right? So yeah. when, when you're, I, before I even started my own business, I worked for an attorney and I had to do filings for the attorney, right? And you show up yeah. and it's like something wasn't right on the paperwork and they can literally throw you out the door and say, sorry, buddy, you got to go back. Or they can say, if you take this one paper and put it on top of this other paper, 
I'll take it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you're good. you, you get, you establish that relationship. Right. And it got to the point where I wasn't even waiting on lines. Hey, Matt's here. Come on in. Come on. You know, come in the back here. I'll take care of you. Right. And it's, and it wasn't even that it wasn't like I brought him donuts. It wasn't like I did anything special for him. I just treated to do like a human being, you know? Right. Uh, and I remember there was this one guy in the subpoena room, record room that was like this miserable, miserable dude. And everyone was always so mean to him. And he was like cranky and all that. And I killed that dude <laughs> with kindness, man. And by the yeah, time he retired, like know. I was so upset he retired because I fostered such a relationship with that guy. I could get whatever I wanted out of him. You know, so it's there. It's true. That's a real thing, man. Social skills. I think you 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 have a tagline. I think is great, right? About uh, hard skills and soft skills. Yeah, man. Hard skills may save lives, but soft skills keep you in the game and get you paid, man. Exactly. That's the, and that's the reality yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, be the one person yeah. that that person saw today that made them feel respected and put a smile on their face. If you can do that, I'm telling you, I don't care what color you are, orange, black, how old you are, little, small, whatever your religious. You will go farther in life because relationships. Yeah. I mean, and that's what, and no matter what you do, right? It doesn't have to be an investigator. It doesn't have to be a security guard. I mean, that's life skill right there, right? You just learn how to treat people the way they should be treated and uh, you'll go much further in life. And you'll Uh, be happier. Totally. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) It's very easy to get angry in this industry. (laughs) Very, very easy. Um, (laughs) I've seen it, man. I've seen the groups of people just, you know, arguing about nonsense back and forth. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, so before we wind down here, I I just want to touch on a couple of things. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, the the future and what's going to happen, right? COVID, nobody really knows. And then we're kind of finding our way back into things. But I think one of the other things, um, you know, I mean, election has a big deal too, but the way the Data Privacy Act is is going to be changing things, you know, and that whole push for our industry, and it's going to bleed into your industry as well. Uh, the ability to get information on people that potentially could be changing. You know, it's it's really really an issue of how information is sourced, and just understanding that you know you have to have these soft skills because when somebody turns off that great database that you're using, and you can no longer use it. Um, where are we going to get it? And those database companies, are they creative enough to source their information from other places? Because that's really what I see in the future. What are some of the things that you see coming down the line and in, in, in your end that, um, you know, are, are something that you're keeping your eye on and a little concerned about? Well, really in my world, things that I would be concerned about <clears throat> is going to be the influx of Uh, new agents into the industry and how that's going to affect it. Um, I think that being able to um, frame yourself as a specialist rather than a generalist uh, in the executive protection industry is going to be extremely important. That's why I teach it because I think that's going to be the survival uh, of of many good people in our industry. Um, I think that with all of the different kind of destabilization things we see coming, down the line in our culture. I think the private security industry is gonna see a lot of growth. Um, I I find it really interesting that uh, this industry is evolving at the speed of light, you know? Uh, There almost seemed to be a a new uh, client demographic or client segment or uh, aspect of private security that um, 
is just, they just pop up overnight. You know, a few years ago, you know, the church protection game blew up, you know, right. then we had the green rush around marijuana. And now mm-hmm. we've got, you know, and now we have uh, biochemical protection measures, you know, and, and we got everyone digging into open source stuff. It's like, no matter what you are, who you are, there's a place in private security for you if you can just see the trends and, and, and really figure out how you want to evolve with it, you know? Right. Um, and, and where you can fit into the evolution of it, I should say. So that's really kind of what I see in our industry. I, I feel like it's a really great industry. There's not too much of it. They can be replaced by technology, which is right. a threat to a lot of industries. Sure. Um, but I also see that there are so many technological advances that are taking place right. that, you know, if you're the type of guy that likes to be behind a computer, you can still be extremely uh, combat effective in the yeah. fight of protecting somebody like ridiculously. So, you know, so, so you're yeah, like the Air Force. That's my, <laughs> that, that was my next question. And the next point I wanted to make, right? So things like mm-hmm. facial recognition software, like that is, yeah. can either be a game changer for you guys or it could be problematic depending on how you approach it, right? Um, you know, AI replacing, uh, you know, operatives and things like that. Like these are things that potentially could be coming down and, uh, you know, just being yeah. able to, to understand that. I mean, I think one of the other challenges too that I'm seeing is this whole um, AI idea that it, they're creating videos, like just taking images and creating this, this video that's not real and being able to authenticate it as, as a real video or not is something that's, that's an issue. Wow. So yeah, it's, that's a big that, issue. it's a problem that's coming down, like <laughs> producing a video and saying, here, look, this shows you doing this or doing that, but it, it's all completely false. You know, that's one wow. of the things that, you know, if you listen to Michael Bazell and, and things like that, like that's, okay. that's what they're talking about. And this type of stuff is, is right around the corner. And it's, I think it's something that, you know, you're going to have to be aware of too. If, if you've got a client of yours that, you know, now there's production of a video out there and it's not really them. Like, how do you prevent that? <laughs> you know, like I think, and, and that's one of the things we do is we try to protect the reputation. It's another yeah. layer of protection we need to offer. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the scariest things about that is just simply that once, because the public is so educated by television and uh, you know, I, I've had a case with a client where the news legitimately just decided to say something about him like literally was like this is a perfect fall guy yeah this is the fall guy and they just aired this whole story that was like 10 percent truth yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) and it completely put this person in a whole another category of our 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 american culture um and you can't sue the you can't sue the news outlet because they're actually their businesses are categorized as uh, entertainment outlets like WWF. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the problem with this is most Americans read maybe one book ever after high school, which is yeah. not even an education, Sure, you know, and, and they genuinely believe because, and it's not even up to them, yeah. your brain, your subconscious mind, right. Masters in psychology, friends in psychology, like this is kind of something I'm passionate about. Right. Right. Your subconscious mind is recording everything that you experience all the time. It's trying to look for this experiential learning that's going to make you more effective. Yeah. People don't realize that TV to them is like their number one form of learning. And yeah. so I ran into this problem where I had a client who was um, made to look a certain way on TV. And we're like, ah, we'll fix it. We got plenty of media outlets. We'll get them on these different shows and these different sure. things. And from his mouth, We'll just, she, he, she, we will tell the truth and everyone will understand. It'll be, 
No one believed them. <laughs> and there was nothing they could do. Nothing Everyone do. was like, no yeah. way. I seen it on the news. It's got to be true. Exactly. You know what I mean? And literally, so now the, you can say almost anything you want in the news. Right. And, you know, the general public, you know, like zombies yeah. will believe it. Yeah. And that can create really high quality problems because the issue we were having is what they accused them of could <laughs> it just... It 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 um, multiplied the, type, the the amount of people that would want to do the client harm. Sure. And so we were in a less safe world because the media was just like, "You did yeah. this." You're like, "Well, no charges were brought against him. Yeah. Nothing in real life. Just completely in the theater of the media." So well, that's, I mean, that what to, you're talking about well, you, is a quality issue. Yeah, I mean, listen, and I think the the whole Me Too movement kind of started that, and it's you know there were plenty of legitimate claims that stuff, but man, on my, in my industry. You had guys that were getting hired to disprove, you know, this stuff, and they were disproving things. There are a lot of things that were yeah. not, you know, legit, and uh, right. they're just people just getting on the bandwagon saying, "Oh, you know, I can throw my name in there too." You know, a half truth happened over here, but I can embellish it a little bit and, and ride along. And you saw and a lot nobody of that stuff. Cares. Yeah, nobody cares. You, you disprove it, and nobody cares. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> Scarred for life, <laughs> and everybody's just like, "Hey, you want some ice cream?" Like nobody cares. Exactly. It's crazy, man. Exactly, exactly. Well, hey, Byron, we're gonna wind down here. I feel like we could probably do another hour, and yeah, I would love to do that. But uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna we'll have you back on again at some point because I do want to talk about the house of worship stuff. Um, so um, you've got like ten million ways to get in touch with you. So why don't you tell folks uh, how they can find you and uh, you know what's the best way? Thank you, brother. Thank you once again for having me. It's yeah. been an honor, Matthew. Sure. Um, ByronRogers.com, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, uh, ByronRogersMotivation.com, same place. Um, I My flow of content generally comes through Instagram first, but I blast it on all the different channels. I've got a Patreon, um, but I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. If you're trying to get in the executive protection industry, you know, uh, join me in the executive protection training day success package. That's executive protection training day.com. Um, if you're a civilian that wants to learn how to protect yourself and your family better, and you want to learn from people at the top of the game, uh, go on ahead over to protector symposium.com. Um, and, uh, very soon you'll see the protector nation roll out with more training and stuff like that. But, uh, to find everything, ByronRogersMotivation.com or ByronRogers.com or follow me on IG at BlastItAllThere2. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been man. great stuff. I, I really appreciate you you coming on and talking about it. And, um, and you just have so much uh, knowledge to drop on everybody. And, uh, yeah, I, I encourage folks to check it out. If you're in the EP line, you know, this is definitely someone you want to pay attention to and, and kind of hook up with. And network, right? We always talk about networking, how how important that is um having uh it's it's always better to uh to know the guy than be the guy right that's what uh my friend jim says that all the time um it, it's uh yes, it's good stuff so i'm gonna hit you for a quote because you always hit people for a quote before they <laughs> go so give me something man <laughs> give me some knowledge quote uh you know i love quotes i study quotes you know i, I I've, I've i've taken a lot of them with me but the one quote i think I think the one quote that that has been the most powerful in my life, and I I, I wish it was more eloquent because I know some eloquent ones, yeah. but the one that's been the best is, yo, there ain't nothing to it but to do it, nothing baby. Ronnie it, Coleman, there ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know, that's good. You can stuff, be as man. smart as you want, homie, yeah. but until you do the thing, yo, in order to be the man, you got to become the man. There you you got to be the man. There you so go. 
There you go. Well, Byron, thank you so much. It's so great to actually turn the tables and interview you because you're always interviewing people. And I, I feel yes. like folks kind of get your story, but don't get the whole story. So that's why I was so hungry to, to get out and, and chat with you, man. So this has uh, been great. And I know we're, we're networking here now because I feel like now I got a friend out uh, in California again. So um, that's good stuff, man. So uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. These guys had a lot to talk about. Wow. We look forward to having Byron back again. His podcast, Executive Protection Lifestyle, is featured on the investigatorstoolbox.com podcast network. Check his show out. Find Byron on LinkedIn and on Instagram. If you do executive protection or have thoughts about getting into that line of work, you should reach out to him. We thank Amos, Crosstracks, Delft Point, and USABugSweeps.com for sponsoring the show. Now, have you checked out the Investigator's Toolbox yet? Remember, it only takes 41 cents a day to unlock the future of investigations. Make an investment in your business and yourself today. The 25% legacy discount won't last long. Use code PIP201836 to save even more. If you got a question or comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd love to get your feedback. We'll see you next Monday with a new show. Make sure you tune in. Stay safe out there, everyone. <laughs>